0: Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bow, and myself continue our discussion on baptism, looking at New Testament passages. Today, we find ourselves in Acts chapter 2.
1: Welcome to Being Lutheran from the cozy studio of, what is this place called, Brain? Say
0: Productions. What's it? Say Productions. Z S E yeah, A. Oh, Zay. It's all of the first letters of my kids' names, Z S E A. Oh. Zacharias, Samuel, Elijah, and Andrew cool. Productions. So I'm sorry I didn't know that. Yeah, no, so the idea is like say something with your music. Be nice. You know, be intentional. All right. That's clever. Yeah. Cool. So,
1: yeah. Oh, we get to say stuff here yeah. in the Bingo. Being Lutheran podcast. We say it yes. at say.
0: Now we just gotta say our names. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I, I happen
1: to be Pastor Jason Goodham. Pastor Brian Rickey. We don't have like a the Audio version of face swap. Yeah. Never mind. Voice I, swap. Yeah, voice swap. I'm That'd Brett Bow. Yeah, <laughs> you're still Brett Bowen. <laughs> yes. Live from beautiful North Minneapolis, Minnesota. How
0: <laughs> oh, beautiful! It's just brown. Yeah, it right. is right. No, it is brown and melting right now. Yeah, It is nice 40s. Outside. I'm
2: outside yes. without a coat on. Yeah. Uh, I'm already complaining about the heat. It's great.
1: <laughs> yes. We're in mid season four. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we're talking about. Uh, Da, 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 da. Baptism. Baptism Pentecost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you turn into a Pentecostal? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, this is what I say. You never sound in more Minnesota. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Hey, you know our 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 cousins
2: are our, our third cousins twice removed in the faith the assemblies of god christians yeah. out there right. say officially as doctrine that the pentecost experience mm-hmm. is the definitive christian experience and i agree with them absolutely <laughs> it's just your definition of the pentecostal experience exactly yeah, right, that's right. what we're going to yes. talk about
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so we're we're continuing our zillionth episode in baptism. Stop it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Baptism Uh, is a blessing and we love talking about it. Okay. And
0: even though it does seem like we have been talking about it for a long time, listenership is up. It's been a real blessing (laughs) for me. It's convicted me. It's encouraged me. Yes, yes, yes. And it's been honestly really a blessing for me as a pastor. Cool. You know, so I I just, I can't think that it's not blessing someone else. And, And like any good American ministry should,
2: we are basing our... Uh, content on the popularity of the content and on the <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. While my friend watches March Madness as we're recording yeah. this. So.
2: <laughs> Notice I strategically placed the computer behind me so that I am so not distracted. <laughs> yeah, so I can look at it. Yeah. Well, well, I was comfortable doing that because mm. Illinois isn't in the tournament. So we're well, we never, to never in about. the tournament. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a great time is the only good thing in Chicago right now uh, is the Bears. So.
0: ooh, ouch. <laughs> and we just just saw that the Gophers won their first game in the series. Yeah. So. Sky
1: you ma, baby, Sky UMA. So yeah. they'll be they'll be out by the they, next. They re- earned the recording. right to get
2: blasted yeah. by Michigan State yes, for the third this, time this yeah.
1: year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and this will uh, already this will air a week after that happened. Right, so. cool. Well, let's. <laughs> we got to get into the scripture here. Like, yeah. You know, we've. I was starting to derail this. Yeah, turn. right. And thanks for your rebuke. I receive it and. Baptism is awesome. All right. Everything is awesome. <laughs> I repent. It was I mentioned I dust in and ashes. I <laughs> repent in dust and ashes. And I now read Acts 2, the day of Pentecost. Pentecost. And so, Pentecost. Uh, this is what Jason was referring to. Acts 2, I'm going to read 36 through 39. And so, hear these verses, friends. Let all the house of Israel, therefore, know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart Definition and example of how to preach the law. Yeah,
2: the phrase right. "Know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified." <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think you can preach the law any more effective than yeah, that. Right, and it, what a stunning realization to come to, even as comfortable Christians, mm-hmm. that it is indeed our sins that nailed the
1: Lord of glory to the cross. Reminds me yeah. of that old SuperTone son. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 I I tell you what, I did not wake up this morning no. expecting to yeah, think about the O.C. Yeah, just listened to them Super on my 8-track this is. morning. <laughs> One of my favorite songs of theirs was, uh, the lyric was, My sin yelled crucified. My, oh my sin goodness. yelled crucified. There you go. <laughs> for, for all of those Sorry. like
2: me who were chewed oh. up and spit out by 90s CCM, I send the sincerest apologies of They're those They're nice guys, so I got through. to write a song
0: for them a couple times. Really? So yeah, oh, I mean, that's cool. Usually Scott
2: bands are composed of no, really No, they were nice cool. Guys, they were, yeah. it, was,
0: it was fun. Wow. Always was a good time when they I'm, came I'm to the...
2: Might as well drop a Hocus Pick reference here now just yeah, to wrap well, it for them, well. too. I love
1: Hocus Pick. Oh, yeah. My sin yelled crucify louder than the mob that day. That was the line oh. from that song. Isn't there a, yeah. a, a more modern praise
2: and worship song that, like, I hear my voice from the crowd as one of the ones who, yelled know, I can't remember what it is Mm. Uh, for those who are more in tune with songs that were written after 1800. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Namely not you. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) not me. Right now I am in the season of Lent. uh, You uh, are? Yeah, I am. I don't know about you two. I don't do Lent. You two, two pagans. Trying to get down. (laughs) But the season of Lent, uh, along with everything else that is going on, um, yeah. Is a built-in excuse for me to have my congregation sing "O Sacred Head, Now Wounded" as yeah. many times as possible.
0: Yeah, amen right. to that. Right. Um, we've been actually going through Is Isaiah chapter fifty-two and fifty-three, and um, yeah, that's been really a blessing. And we just looked at fifty-three verses four and five. <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: Fantastic. it's an
2: underrated thing, but you know, on the list of you know what people would you have. A dinner with alive or dead mm-hmm. and would really like to uh see what they were like. Uh Bernard of Clairvaux, who is the original author of that, mm-hmm. is a guy who'd be on that short list. Yeah. Uh, man, that guy could spin a yarn and, and write a lyric. Cool. I think
0: it'd be Jesus for me. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Jesus juke. <laughs> Jesus juke. Yes. <laughs> All right, back to the text, right? So mm-hmm.
1: so you 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 introduced us a little bit by saying about the Pentecostal, Pentecostal experience. experience. Yes, yeah, Pentecost what, is the definitive Christian yeah. experience. So, explain what you mean by that. Well,
0: and please do it in English and
1: not in tongues. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I, I have the gift of. Inter- no, just I, kidding. <laughs> I, I no,
2: no. Here is the thing. I used to have the dialogue between greedo and han solo memorized that <laughs> initial scene and started explaining una solo but no so <laughs> l- l- i think we should should you know, clarify my comments. So if you are Pentecostal or in the Assemblies of God, Church, we the, love you. The, yeah, we love you. Mm-hmm. The definitive Christian experience is the speaking of tongues. It mm-hmm. is the way to demonstrate that you are, and, and this is unfair, but it's the only way from on someone who's on the outside looking in mm-hmm. that you are a super spiritual committed Christian, right? That's yeah. your, that is how
0: you demonstrate that. This is you not, got not the spirit. word of
1: Jason. This is. Well, not not and they would there, technically yeah. say
0: that you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. They yeah. see that mm-hmm. as a, a separate, um, uh, occurrence after salvation yeah mm-hmm. so baptism of the Holy Spirit is that next
2: level Christianity yeah. so you you're not a backslider or you're not a carnal Christian or whatever it is <laughs> now yeah. the interesting thing about this and this is not meant as a pot shot this is an honest statement by me everyone I know who has come out of the assemblies of God into more of a reformation oriented Christianity every single one to at mm. has told me that they faked their speech in tongues experience, hmm. Hmm. They, they, they can consciously admit to that. Be
0: careful! Right, oh. right,
2: right after I said this isn't going to be a pot shot, Brett steps up to the plate and takes a big hack. Uh, but anyway, so that's that's how the assemblies of God approaches Pentecost. It's yep. it's chasing the miraculous manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and and right, that's where they right. go. Where we ought to be going for the definitive Christian experience in Pentecost mm-hmm. is repentance, baptism, and faith. Yes, amen. And that's what amen. we have. And, and that starts with the preaching of an expository mm-hmm. biblical sermon by yeah, Peter. Man, right. He just does it well. Law, gospel, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to know how to uh, construct a sermon, you do it just like Peter does. Mm-hmm. First of all, in your introduction, you explain that you're not drunk. Yes, right. And then <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you go from there on and you like <laughs> it is only the the ninth It's the ninth hour ninth there.
1: Nine the o'clock in the
2: morning. Of course yeah, I'm not right. drunk. We haven't even served
0: communion yet.
1: <laughs> um, yes. But, oh no. Brian, you're gonna try that, Brian, right? Next next Sunday. Goodness, not just for breakfast anymore, <laughs> right? Just like the bumper sticker, right? Yeah, right? I've used that
2: lines occasionally yeah. in a sermon oh, just, just to man. see if people are paying attention. See but, if they're awake. Oh, yeah. But you have the the <laughs> thrust of the law that yeah. this Jesus, God has made him both you, Lord. Christ Jesus whom you crucified, yep. and then you have the evidence of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. working on Peter's audience, right. brothers, what must we do?
1: yeah now right. they were, we, I love that phrase they were cut to the quick or cut, cut to, to the, the heart cut to the quick, mm-hmm. the old King James version, yeah. which
2: is uh, you know for for as weak of a translation as that might be from time to time, then some of those phrases just they just you know elicit mm-hmm. those images, but yeah you know, we got to take a time out here too, uh because what we see even in the miraculous in the context of the miraculous the tongues of fire the rushing wind the speaking in tongues what we see is actually the holy spirit operating through peter's sermon in one of the designated ways that jesus laid out in john chapter 16 john chapter 16 jesus mm-hmm. has the threefold work of the spirit convict the convict world of
1: sin concerning sin concerning
2: righteousness, righteousness and concerning judgment. judgment so peter preaches god's word mm-hmm. he rightly divides law and gospel mm-hmm. and the people are cut to the heart yeah. brothers what Shall we yeah, do? Right, and then Peter's response is like, "Boom, here it is."
0: So, to play—I hate to use the word "devil's advocate." Yeah, term, right. We but, know what you mean. Okay, so aren't you proving more so that infants shouldn't be baptized and in, insane what you're saying? So, how how can you then use this to substantiate and to um, support? Uh, infant baptism within the congregation through this passage. Well, so Brett's up at the plate taking hacks mm. and then Brian just serves <laughs> one right on the tee for me. It's great. If we
2: stopped uh, with the brothers, what okay. shall we do? We've, we've got it. Well, argument. Just to be fair, <laughs> you can a little bit of a hack toward the King James <laughs> translation there. It's so. not a it hack though. King James has been demonstrated by those who are linguists that I it's know. a weak translation. I shouldn't have even said that. It, so. It's politically Ooh, motivated. Burn. Here we go. Yeah. Okay.
0: T-ball set back up again. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> First of all, I, Uh, Honest question, what percentage of our listenership are KJO people? Like zero,
0: less than zero? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Well, we were at 1,300 a week now. Yeah,
2: right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, if there's a measurable drop after this Mm -hmm. episode, then I will be apologizing profusely, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But no, so how do we get to infant baptism from Peter's theology of baptism here? So first of all, everyone, you know, (laughs) by and large, the people who are being baptized, the 3,000 who are added to the church in mm-hmm. that day are adults. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of the way they measured numbers, they're adult males that are being counted. Yeah, okay? right. But we would recognize that the early church was dependent on adult baptisms mm-hmm. because it was almost entirely dependent on adult converts yeah, to populate it. Right. It's a it. brand so, new thing. Yeah, yep. it's a new thing. DC talk. <laughs> We're gonna you started 90 CCM. See and what will, voice on back with I the make vengeance there. Yeah. Anyway, so Peter says repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Every one of you for the remission of sins, yep. and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then we're going to start at the end, Brian, and work our way back. And this promise is mm-hmm. for you and your children mm-hmm. and all who are far off. Mm-hmm. Okay, This promise yeah. is everything that is being promised in God's word, which is being applied in baptism. Mm-hmm. Okay, And so Acts 2.39 answers the question, do infants need to be saved? And the answer definitively here, apart from importing any other theology, which we can easily do, is yes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Peter would say the infants don't need the promise. Why would he include children if he wouldn't say the promise is available to children? Mm-hmm. Okay, We start there. And then what are the promises that are included in baptism, connected with repentance, forgiveness of sins, the, the gift of, of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yep. The Holy Spirit is the one doing the work to create faith. Boom shakalaka. Boom <laughs> <Good> shakalaka.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm on a roll here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Are you, are you drunk? No.
1: <laughs> Do we need to start again by saying, I am not drunk <laughs> as you I suppose. Am not drunk, yes. It's only it's no. only 1 in the afternoon.
2: <laughs> oh
1: my uh, word. No, and I, I think there's a, a whole bunch of directions we could go here, oh. but I think one of the things that we need to talk about, you mentioned in last week's episode of the word order mm-hmm. and I guess I've I've heard it described this way and I think we believe this you know maybe that's just the way it is but the the way it is in the original repent and be baptized are interchangeable because the, it's connected with that and that kai and
2: they're they're interchangeable <laughs> mm-hmm. uh there is not an and then right to be inserted yeah. in there uh, uh the way the Greek word chi, the conjunction mm-hmm. and is yep. uh is used in scripture is that it's used to denote one group of Mm -hmm. like a homogenous sort of thing that repenting and baptizing are like two sides of the same coin.
1: Okay. Like you need to get ready this morning. You need to brush your teeth and Floss. Yeah, floss. Brush yeah. your teeth and yeah. floss
2: is probably a really good analogy yeah. for how that which works. Which one do you do
1: first?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another Sorry. thing I think is important is the word children here. People, you guys want to just keep getting off. Here. <laughs> it's not me. It's him. <laughs> it's, it's me. Sorry. It's, it's,
2: it's the serious, well-respected one in this whole group that's all yeah, off I'll, the deep I'll, I'll, it's Okay. <laughs> I'll stop
0: talking. Uh, the word children. Uh, I've heard <laughs> several people try to put a an age. Bracket on it, but if you look up that word, mm-hmm. it's just a descendant. It's yeah, it's a general right. term that means someone who is a biological uh, right. descendant so of, of your family. And
1: there's no indication from the text that it means it's for your your descendant no, we're when they to, grow up. No, and we're
0: trying to kind of put more modern Western criteria because mm-hmm. when we say children, we automatically think of someone probably five to to older. You know, but when we think of then, we have got our name for toddlers, and then we've got our name for infants. Yeah, but that that word isn't used that way here. It just is literally a biological descendant mm-hmm. between a man and wife. Yeah. It's really that yeah. general. Well, and, and so we don't want to put any kind of to kind of age bracket on that word, children. Um, yeah. so this yeah. this this promise is for you and all of your descendants.
2: Mm-hmm. If we want to talk about the Roman cultural context, which this is certainly mm-hmm. in play here uh, during the time of the first Pentecost, by the time you are 12 to 14, which is right around the age of accountability in the, the Baptistic denominations, mm-hmm. those young boys <laughs> that we would call a 12-year-old is a young boy in our mind are taking the steps to enter into manhood. Uh, usually that happened between the ages of 12 to 15 in the ancient Roman world. So children is already moving the dial forward from what we would conceive because we've got this this social 21st century construct yeah. of adolescence that right. did not exist for millennia in the in the human system. So what was their age of accountability? Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing, is, is you look at what is being said, first of all, the context. It is largely being said to adults. Yep. Okay, so uh, we we acknowledge that, but the repent and be baptized are grouped together as one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep,
2: and yep. the promises flow from that one group. The promise of the forgiveness of sins mm-hmm. and the promise of the gift of the Holy Spirit flow from that group. It's right. not repent and then be baptized, Mm -hmm. because then it wouldn't be a natural flow from that, grammatically speaking. Repent and be baptized. You will be forgiven, which is the application of God's word. You will receive Mm -hmm. the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the seal of your adoption. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. God, uh, the Holy Spirit is uh, working in your life. uh, And then it is sealed with baptism that you are adopted as a child of God, Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit is working to sustain your faith.
1: And I know we've said in another episode that, uh, an adult is saved monergistically, just like an infant or any yep. any other. It's obviously it's the Spirit of God working to convict of sin, and now to call to faith yep. and re- repentance and faith, and uh, and baptism too. And so.
2: Yeah, we don't get to
1: use, uh, for those who came to the faith
2: as adults who are converted or reconverted uh, Mm -hmm. with a dramatic experience or whatever, we don't get to use uh, our ability to logically reason through information as credit to meeting God part of the way there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are dead in our trespasses and sins. And Brian, what's your phrase? What can a dead man do to save
0: himself? (laughs) Yeah,
2: absolutely nothing. And so we would expect that if we can't do anything to save ourselves, it would be no different for infants. Uh, And and then coupled with the actual promises from God in his word, first about the effectiveness of his word, Isaiah 55, 10 and 11, Romans 10, 17, Romans 1, 16, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Those promises indicate that when God's word Is preached. Mm -hmm. It is active. It Mm -hmm. is
0: effective through the work of God's Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. I know it's such a comfort too. You know, there's been there's a couple days ago where, well, it was during a Lent service. So we've been trying to. Work on our lighting um it's a long story, don't worry about it, but we've got an older building, mm-hmm. and the lighting that we have for the front of the sanctuary is obsolete and, and they don't make it any longer, and so we're trying to find replacements, so they're all burned out Can, you know it's really dark I couldn't even see my notes you know to to read them, and I just felt so awkward and I felt like everything just came out really uh, in a in a in a just non cohesive way. And I got done. I'm just like, oh Lord, forgive me, you know. <laughs> but then I had someone come up, you know, and just said, "Man, thank you so much. I just really appreciated it." And again, it's the power of God's word. And, yeah. and I'm just thankful that, yeah, you know, as a pastor, I do my work, I do my study, and I do my best uh, with the gift that God has given me to present the Word of God in, in a non-distracting way. I mm-hmm. want to do that, of course, and I always want to grow in that. But thanks be to God that it has nothing to do with me, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only am. And charged with the responsibility of using my gifts to the best of my ability as an act of worship to God, mm-hmm. but when the days I don't, thank thank the Lord, it's the Word of God, and the power of god's word that really does the work with the power of the holy spirit mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's It's
2: amazing, and you know I know you two can share this, but some of the most feedback I 've received is on mm-hmm. sermons. That I felt absolutely terrible about yeah, when right. I was done. It's like, wow, like, what a oh, miserable week I've sermon, had. Great sermon, Pastor. Yeah. yeah well, and, it, and then <laughs> even in sermons where I think, all oh, right, I did this section well, yeah. and this is something my congregation needs to hear, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, the feedback I'll get will be from some section I didn't even think about in the yeah, sermon, right. where mm-hmm. yeah. it's the Holy Spirit delivering that precise word at the precise time mm-hmm. that the precise person needs to hear, yeah, right. that will convict of sin or comfort in the gospel yep. or, or whatever the case might be. And it it is just amazing to, to stand there and speak God's word mm-hmm. and then watch him do his work apart mm-hmm. from your best efforts, Amen. often yeah. in spite mm-hmm. of your best efforts. And, yep. and so we should not be surprised that God works through his word when it is attached to water. Mm-hmm. We should not be surprised that he can do that because he's God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting. I think And we talked about this um, at a confirmation class recently, where we don't have any problem with the Lord's presence in communion. No. Mm -hmm. But what about the Lord Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life's presence in the waters of baptism? We always argue about that. So it's like, why do we swallow, you know, well, why do we accept one aspect of the sacrament, but then on, on baptism, it's like, wow, well, no, you know, it, Not it's that. just water. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's the same. Mm-hmm. It's the same God who wants yeah. to save and, and it's the powerful working of God's word in the, in the transforming gospel of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think one other thing too, from this passage, and maybe we've talked about this a little bit, but the, the presence of household baptisms in, especially yep. in the book of Acts. And yep. uh, granted, that's, that's maybe, one of the, it's a, it's an argument from silence necessarily, yeah. if, you know, we're infants baptized in that, but conceivably we can imagine that taking place. Yeah. I don't think we can call it an argument from
2: silence so much as an argument from a faint whisper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The possibility yeah. has been raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at entire households. Mm-hmm uh you have to acknowledge the possibility that there were children in those yep. households. You have to so th- uh they they
1: were they were responding to this verse directly promises for you and for your children
0: exactly and The other thing that's really maybe the the silent part of what Brett was is the tradition uh of baptism that already existed within. Jerusalem at that time, mm-hmm. um, as, you know, there was a, a statement by Christ where he's kind of going after the Pharisees, you know, you proselytize, you know, and you make them even more <laughs> wicked than than you mm-hmm. yourselves. And there was this, uh, there was this baptism progression and and there's a wonderful history. If you ever get a hold of Kittle's, you know, New Testament dictionary, mm-hmm. which is like an eight volume, it's really crazy, especially the section on baptism, but he gives a wonderful uh, history of the use of the washing and the, the purification when bringing people from in from other cultures that accepted the Jewish faith and so baptism was already practiced or the Pharisees wouldn't have came to John the Baptist to get baptized if he was doing something new they would have been they would have been arguing like what's this why are yeah. you doing this mm-hmm. but they accepted it in effect the they came to get baptized by him mm-hmm. so baptism was already kind of in practice and infant baptism was also. You know, in practice, mm-hmm. as you look at some of the historical aspects of Jerusalem in that time, yeah, so, and that's kind of maybe the unspoken part that that I think um, understanding the text in its original context, intended for its original audience, that's where the work is
1: mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this area. So, yep, Amen. Well, any closing thoughts here, fellas? You got a verse for us, Brian? I
0: have a verse, and I just thought I'd read the verses following our text. I just Mm. really appreciate that, uh, because it says, And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized and were added to that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next time as we continue our discussion on baptism, looking at Romans chapter 6. God bless you and have a great week.